episode of it's not that bad podcast i'm fern here with dom hey i'm here <clears throat> this last week has been so stupid because we've had five blackouts Jeez. and just so, a week alone did it go out again with after it went out the yeah but it wasn't it wasn't for that long it was maybe an hour it's ridiculous and then the other day it was storming up again yeah and I was like, oh, fuck. So I ran, <laughs> I ran to the room and I plugged my phone in. I was like, just in case. Yeah. And there's a part, there's a point where I thought it was going to actually go out, but it didn't. So, But it's just so ridiculous because it's not even, these aren't even the craziest storms we've had. No. It seemed, I mean, I think you said like, it seems like they've come more and more. But I mean, I, I remember that, that Habu we had. Oh, yeah. Or, like, it literally blacked out the sky <clears throat> a couple years ago. And I remember that, and it was just, like, that actually hit fairly hard. Uh, it, it died down. Like, I think once you got into it, it was bad, but it wasn't horrible. It was crazy, though, op- opening the door, and it's, like, dark outside <laughs> when it, when you know that the sun is out there. <laughs> and that was a crazy experience because that's something we don't experience in Arizona very yeah. often. That wasn't even that bad. But over here, it's like we get a little bit of rain and wind, and it's like, fuck, oh, another pole went down. Or the one time, like, there wasn't even anything near us that was affected, and the power went out. I just, like, what the fuck? Maybe they're and, doing it on purpose. And I and I just don't get how these, these, these power grids work because... My house would be out, my grandma's house, and some of the people like on this side of the the, yeah. the field, but literally across the street, like right there across the street, yeah. that guy's lights are on. <laughs> and then on the other side, um, on the side where my aunt lives, her lights were on. Mm. And then like people right here, their lights were on. So it's like, what the fuck? It wasn't even like any poles around us that went down. So yeah. it's like. What constitutes us having to deal with it and no one else? Like, how does it? I don't get how this works. And of course, being Arizona, it's hot. But lucky that it's during the nighttime. It's it's always been during the nighttime, except for the last time it was during the day. But I I was lucky because it was at nighttime, and because the storm just hit, it was fairly cool. Yeah, not cold. No, it was it was cool <laughs> so <laughs> well that, that wasn't bad that's like driving over here right now because you know like it was like it looks kind of like it's gonna storm again yeah and so like it feels cooler than what it's been right and you you want it to be like colder yeah because it looks that way but like i had the windows down and i was like it's 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 not it's not too hot it's not hot still but it's not cool I just put the air back on because I was like, well, I mean, it's not like having a... It's like a... It's definitely not hot. Yeah. But it's not cold. Yeah. I mean, like, you, I literally could have just driven with my windows down and I could have been fine. But, like, sitting there at the light is when it sucks because you're like... Well, the breeze... Yeah, the breeze isn't hitting hard enough. So I was like, I'll just put it back. I don't know. It's crazy. And people... 
people always talk about like, oh yeah, well Arizonans can't handle rain. It's like, well, the thing is, it's because we're not built for it. Yeah. <laughs> like physically, not built for it. There's there's roads where when I know it rains, I know I can't drive that way because it's either blocked off or it's going to be flooded. Yeah. So, uh, like if you're going uh, going towards my mom's work, if it storms out there more than an hour, then I know that. Uh, right before you get to like the 32nd Street, it, there's a dip that's so da- like so far down that if it's it rains flood. for longer, yeah, longer than like an hour, then it's gonna get flooded. And you know, because we're in Arizona, there's dirt everywhere, so it's like mud and sticks and rocks and everything. So it's usually blocked off. So I would know, like, oh, hey, can't go that way, or. Even up here, like going towards uh, the the grocery store, like Safeway and stuff. Yeah, they have like the ones that go like you go down, and so it's like, oh no, that's gonna be blocked off. <clears throat> and that's the only thing, like, or even by um, McKellops, you know how it dips down. Oh yeah, yeah. And that's why I tell people it's like it's not that, it's not that like. Well, it is some. I mean, some <laughs> people just don't know how to drive in the yeah. rain. I get that, but it's like physically, we're like we can't handle the rain because we're a desert and we built things because we're in the desert when a couple years ago when we had that crazy ass storm where everything got flooded that shit was insane because you drive there like if you're driving there now like on the freeways and you just put yourself in the position of like this was flooded not just oh there's like a foot of it like no like it was what like seven eight feet high on some parts of freeways yeah which is like there's literally cars under the water yeah that's like it's so crazy to think about especially driving because my nephew lives out there and the way that go to his school well his new school well his old school too but the way i go to his school that part of the freeway was flooded when that was like was it four years ago five years ago something like that i don't remember but that part was flooded like six or seven feet. And driving there, you don't see how it could, like, driving there now, when you're driving on it, like, I can't even imagine it being flooded because it's like, how does this get flooded? I don't get how this part gets flooded. But it did. And it was like <laughs> all the way. And I don't know. It's a, it's a trip. Arizona's a trip, man. So I guess we'll just go on to the news then. This is the fucking news. I think we're all exhausted by this. But. Movie Pass, I guess, is changing their subscription again. So it's to the point where now, I guess, they give you certain films that you can select for the day or, or something or for the month. So subscribers will be able to purchase tickets only to six possible movies, which change on a daily basis. So I think it still restricts them from like seeing the same movie twice. But so now they're like, okay, so today here's the movies that you can see possibly. And then tomorrow it's going to be like, okay, so here's the new movies that you can see possibly. Yeah, Movie Pass failed so hard for yeah. no reason. Exactly. Um, That's why I'm so glad. Because did you see what it was doing too? That with, I don't know if it was with this one or what. Um, or if it was the last update they did, but people who were like, okay, I don't want it anymore, and they unsubscribed to it, it was re-signing them up and putting them into this new plan and without their without their consent. Well, technically it was their consent. What happened was, like, if you cancel in the middle of the month, 
and you watch one movie, you would still get to watch whatever movies. Yeah. I don't know. I really don't know how they do it now, but but like let's say on a Wednesday, you're like, oh hey, I still have a movie pass. Let's go see the Meg. And you're going, and it's not working, and it'll tell you like, oh yeah, just do this. And people are clicking on it to be like, oh okay, yeah, because they they think, oh well, it's still gonna work. It obviously works, so they think just clicking on it, it's like a kind of like on like an update thing or whatever, right? Or you could be like, hey, update me in a day, or hey, do you want to update? You know, you want to update tonight, whatever. Yeah. You know how they have that option? They think it's something like that, where it's just like a, yeah, sure, whatever, right? Like, oh, okay, remind me later. I don't know, whatever. Whatever they saw, they clicked on it. Really, what it was saying was like, hey, it's not working because you know you're not a part of it anymore. But hey, do you want to just go ahead and sign back up? And they're just like, yeah, sure, whatever. Like they didn't, because they don't think that's <sighs> what, because they just canceled it. Yeah. Why would they tell them to re-sign up? especially because forever they had the whole once you quit uh you can't sign up again for like 10 months that's what it told me yeah so so a lot of people that's like why would they have me sign up right when i just quit yeah and that's where people weren't really paying attention so it's kind of it's kind of everyone's fault where they just didn't read but also it's really stinky how they did it yeah but i will say that MoviePass started with the best intention. Yes. And then when it got pushed into the major like market and the whole $10 for unlimited movies, everyone said it was crazy. But everyone still signed up, right? Yeah. And I think we talked about it, or maybe we just talked about it, but there were things like, um, what's the other one, like Cinemia or something like yeah. that? Where yeah. they did the same thing, but they were always... Knowing that, hey, we can't do unlimited movies, but we'll do, you know, like X amount of movies for X amount of money and whatever. And then there's, yeah. there's all these different plans. They, they they put the price to the actual what you were getting. Yeah. And so they had one that was like $50 for 10 movies or 8 movies or something. Yeah. And then they were like, oh, but now we have one that's $25 for 3 movies or whatever. But it's any movie... Or, or the one where you could—I don't remember how much it is—but you could do like you and someone else. Yeah, so it's like six tickets, but it's still three movies. Yeah, or something. yeah, yeah. Either way, like they kind of knew what they were doing, right? And that's where everyone thought movie pass was movie gonna pass do. was going to do, and they did just very late, <laughs> sporadically, and yeah. kind of just like out of nowhere. Yeah, out of nowhere, and they—they they, like movie pass could have started with ten dollars a month. For one movie a week, right? Yeah. And they still, I think they still would have done well because there's some cases where people are paying $12, $15 for a movie and they're like, well, I could just pay this for a week or for a month and I get a movie a week. I'm saving, you know, like 30 to $40 or whatever, yeah, right? Yeah, because I mean, even when I had Movie Pass, like, I didn't go more than like once a week. I mean, maybe twice a week but like i still went just like once a week yeah and they're and don't get me wrong there are those people that when they got it they're like well i gotta use it all the time obviously because there's just some people that are like that yeah but what they should have done they should have did something where sure do the 9.99 a month but be somewhat more realistic like 10 move 10 movies for 10 dollars right yeah there you go bam like cool 10 movies a week whatever or 10 movies for a month 
And then they could do, you know, like, oh, hey, we're changing our prices. And people would have got mad. But imagine if it's nine ninety nine for, you know, uh, a movie a week, which is still a good price. And then yeah. they're like, hey, but if you want to watch more, we have a, a, a $20 tier. And that's, you know, uh, 10 movies a week. And then uh, you could do, you know, a $30 tier. And that's, you know, you and a guest for, you know, $10 or, or yeah. Or, 10 movies or i don't know yeah no i know what you basically mean. what amc is doing now yeah they could have done something like that and just because the thing is i like the idea of the subscription mm. we're obviously living in an age where everything's subscription yep. anyways yep. so it's not far-fetched and amc when you first hear it's like why would you pay 25 dollars for amc but the thing is amc gives you what three movies a week you could see any movie in any AMC. It doesn't yeah. matter if it's the 4D movies or IMAX or Adobe Digital or whatever, right? Plus, then you get the, all their stubs. Yeah. Um, well, it doesn't matter if it's a dine-in. Yeah. It doesn't matter anything, right? So, you, you have that. Plus, you can use it on anyone you want. Yeah. So, if I want to you know, go to the movies with my sister's, one day and then we could use, I could use three of the spots for that week. The next week I'll have it again and I could just use it, you know, I yeah. could watch three movies that week. Like it yeah. doesn't matter. Does that make sense? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and movie pass definitely had that possibility because Cinemia was basically the AMC the AMC A list, just third party, basically. Yeah. And I think that I think that one's still going. I can't mm-hmm. I haven't really checked in because everything's on movie pass. <laughs> Yeah, it's just like everything that they're doing. It's just like, do you did you want to fail? Like, is this what you so. wanted to do? Probably you wanted to like burn up in the public so you could forever be like, oh, it was the movie pass guy. Like, I don't get, I just don't get how this all came about. And the funniest part is what is the way the funniest part is is they were talking about. How when Movie Pass first started, they were saying that their whole thing was, oh, they want to, um, they want to help out the the movie chains and have people come so they can make money, whatever, blah blah blah, and they would get a cut from it, right? Yeah. And that wasn't gonna happen. And they were saying like, oh, well, we're actually the main main goal is to start selling the data because people do that now. Wow. And that actually makes sense, though, right? You know, yeah. see what I mean. You could sell the data to. You know Paramount or something, and they're like, "Hey, you know, so many people are watching, you know, these types of movies at these theaters and blah blah blah." So like, obviously, companies and whatever they do stuff like that. So it makes sense that, oh well, hey, we're you know we're paying, you know AMC or AMC's paying for this data, and so is blah blah blah. Yeah, but then that wasn't happening. So it's like, I just don't get. They had a cool business idea that I was so behind, and they keep fucking it up. I don't know. They're ridiculous. The conversation was civil and professional. So Disney said that they are standing by their decision of uh, firing James Gunn. It's a horrible travesty that we let this kind of trolling get people fired. 
as we've talked about before, there's a difference between if he was saying these things now and, like, he just was kind of careless and reckless and, like, oh, no, yeah, like, ha, ha, this and that. But it's like, no, you got to understand, like, these were years ago. Things that, like, people are just... years ago, I think? Yeah, that people are just, like, digging up. And it's like, yeah, I guess, but, like, people, I don't know, change in 10 years? Yeah, I definitely agree that the way it came out was stupid. Like, it was straight-up stupid. Yeah. Um, And it's hypocritical, too, because that guy said, like, horrible things in the past, too. Yeah, well, obviously. Well, yeah. Obviously. Yeah, obviously. The Disney side of it makes... It just makes total sense. It would be one thing if it was, like... If it was like a high school thing, right? Like he he did something in high school and it was like Imagine if it was Brian. Yeah. Okay. Imagine if if someone saw Brian's like old videos that we made in high school. Yeah. And they're like, "Oh, well, we can't we can't keep this guy on here because they look at what he's doing." And it's like, "Okay, even though he might kind of still be the same, <laughs> That Brian is a different Brian. Like a 16-year-old Brian is different than a 30-year-old Brian, right? Yeah. How, so, how much different, I don't know, but... Yeah. I mean, uh, is it really different? I don't know. But you could still make the arguments when, when he was a kid. Yeah. So I get that. People were like, well, he was... Like, he wasn't a kid. Like, he, you know, he was... He was in the business doing stuff, and he did this, whatever, blah, blah, yeah. blah. True, right? Yeah. But the thing is... the what he was back then wasn't what he is now. Like, I don't think he changed completely, but I don't think he's cares much about trying to shock everybody by saying like, Oh yeah. Rape these kids. Oh yeah. Let's rape all the kids Mm -hmm. because I don't think he meant in any sincere way possible. Mm -hmm. Just like a lot of comedians that we find funny. Yeah. They do a lot of really dumb shit. To make people laugh, but it's also shocking because it's so dumb. Yeah, and exactly. inconsiderate and just off the cuff. Like, did he just re- did they really do that? Did they really say that? But that's the funny part is that it's so weird and ridiculous and not funny that it is funny. So I'm like, I'm not. I could go on about like jokes and whatever and blah blah blah, right? But the thing is, he said it. The suits were out there. He didn't hide from it. So bringing it up like it was no problem, whatever, blah, 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 right? But the guy, the guy who broke it, like, yeah, that's dumb. Like, it's hard to talk about because I don't really know how to come off without being both for and against it. Yeah. I'll, I'll say this. I have no problem with James Gunn. If he writes another movie, whatever, blah, 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 I'll yeah. watch it. I have no problem saying uh, yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. Because I'm... I am pretty certain in the fact that he is not a pedophile. No. And that these were just jokes. Now, if it were to come out that he's actually the biggest pedophile in the whole wide world, and these were admissions, like, yeah, I'd be the first to say that, oh, yeah, no, fuck that guy. Yeah, Never mind, fuck him. But I, 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 I can say for myself that I don't think that's true. And what happened sucks. But I don't think his career is over. No. Like there's, there's no, there's no doubt in my mind that he is not still going to well, be James Gunn ten years down the line. Well, look how hard Kevin Feige and Marvel fought for him because they wanted him back. Disney, the the parent company, obviously Disney, they own everyone. Um, they said no. So yeah. it's obviously <laughs> some person is 
they're they they obviously see yeah you know like they see the same thing that we're seeing they're like yeah you you guys are right like we shouldn't let these people who are just around to like troll everyone um like boss us around and then like but I could, but like the same thing, like you said, it's like I can still see where Disney is coming from. It's like from the business side where they're like, well, just to be safe, we don't want to go with them. Yeah, because they're. Disney is a family company. Yeah. Even though, yes, they had very shady background. <laughs> very. <laughs> um, some would even say not that too far. You know, from modern day. Mm. But yeah, the thing is, they know that they're a family company. It's not like, it's not like this is like Fox Searchlight or something, right? Mm-hmm. Where you're questioning, like, why would they care that this guy was like a raunchy, you know, kind of out there writer, director, comedian dude? Yeah, when exactly. they make movies that <laughs> are similar. Yeah. No, it's Disney who are, you know, selling movies to families and kids. And and Disney is such a big company that they're, even if they, like, people say that, oh, well, they're all about the the left and whatever, right? Even if that was true, they make these movies so everyone can enjoy. Yeah. I mean, some people are going to be upset if... Oh well, that character's gay. Oh, I'm not gonna watch it. Then fucking be mad about it. Yeah. Just like you could be mad about like why is that character black? It's like that's on you. That's yeah, seriously. That's on you. Oh, but either geez. way, they they're still making movies for everyone to see, right? So it would make sense that having someone like James Gunn who now has a past that's showing everyone, it's like obviously they can't keep him because no matter what, people are gonna say like, well. What about those tweets? And they can even they could prove that those tweets were a hundred percent just oh he was joking and blah 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 whatever right? But there's still gonna be probably a big exactly. a big majority of people like Disney families I would say yeah that are saying like well I I don't like that like it's that they just because really like it's not one group or the other it's it's kind of just all together like i I don't know how to explain it but it makes sense that disney did what they did it makes sense why they had to let him go it's dumb that he got fired for things that he said years ago it's dumb that it was brought up by a piece of shit who's also a piece of shit because he's a piece of shit (laughs) but it's it's fine i but i will say that I'm 100% positive that this may be a bump in his road, but I don't think he's going to worry about money ever again. Mm-mm. Pretty sure he made a good amount. And apparently they still want to use his script. And yeah. I think the I think the best way for this to end is if, if he gets together and says, hey, guys, it's fine that I'm not here. I wish I could be, but just do the script that I wrote, right? And we can move on from this, and that would be that. Like, this would be my... This is just me closing a chapter as opposed to me being forced out of it and burnt alive and all that stuff. Yeah, it sucks, but we need to move on. So he's still on a roll. Um, I think this might be the last time we'll talk about him for a while because until maybe, like, It Chapter 2 comes out or something. But I guess 
they just got a new writer for because um, they're going to make a feature film adaption of the Tommyknockers, a Stephen King uh, novel, which it unto itself is. I don't know if I really like that novel too much. It's okay. It's like Stephen King with sci-fi is kind of weird. Like he has these weird abstract ideas, and even for me, it's kind of like, huh. But like, I mean, have you ever you've seen Tommy Knockers, right? The original yeah. TV movie in, <laughs> with Jeremy Schmitz in it. Yeah. But they're gonna make that into a feature film, which I could see them. I could see them doing. I don't know. I I mean, I thought it was fine. Like. Yeah. I mean, you could tell it was a TV movie. <laughs> but other than that, it was like, yeah, it's weird, but it's okay. It wasn't horrible. It wasn't great. But, I mean, that was, what, 90... I think, like, 94 or yeah. something, 93. So, like, 20-something years later, I'm pretty sure it'd be a little bit better. Yeah. Hopefully, it's a little bit better. Yeah. But, yeah, that's, I mean, makes sense. Like I said, Stephen King's on a roll right now. I honestly think that maybe, maybe a few years after it, maybe, like, it'll, it'll die down again for yeah, a little while. Yeah, probably. Someone made a comment about, like, Hey, do you think they'll write another part for it? And he was like, "What do you mean?" He's like, "Well, like, I mean, like, you know, he'll write like a a, a sequel to, to it. Like it, like the book." No, like, like, um, because his thing was like, "Well, look how well the movies are doing, right?" Yeah, and it's it's definitely brought on like a new era of people like, "Oh, wow, this is really awesome." Yeah, he's like, "Do you think that?" They'll continue either their storyline of the movie or he'll write another book that kind of takes place more modern day and have like another It story. So that could be something that they could work on later on. Like a sequel to It? Or just yeah. some, or Like, well, yeah, technically, yeah. I guess, yeah, well, that's what he meant. Like a sequel to It. I mean, if you read any of Stephen King's no, not, novels. No, not connected of, um, oh, technically, it's this guy. In Insomnia... And no, in the Tommy Knockers, no. they reference. No, there's no it. reference. He's talking about a straight. Sequel. I don't know because he did make a sequel to The Shining years after. Yeah, because that was a couple Doctor, years, well, not a couple years ago, but Doctor Sleep. Yeah, yeah. that came out. Oh my 2000s? god! Jesus Christ! Anyway, um, but yeah, I mean, if you think about it, if you really think about Stephen King's hits. That's definitely probably like a well-known one, yeah. right? I mean, he's he's had a bunch, obviously. But w- when he when he said that, like I, I was thinking, like, no, that'd be kind of dumb because then it'd just be, oh, they're just gonna continue the movie or whatever. But I mean, he could like he could just write another story, or he could, he could like he could. I mean, if the movies are doing this well. He could try to write a script for like a movie a few years later. That's like well, see, because that's that's what I like about the ending of it. The actual like novel is that the orgy. Yes. So the child or no, no the it's left kind of ambiguous into into whether because the creature that is it was pregnant and it was laying eggs and so they don't they weren't sure if they killed all of the they weren't sure if they destroyed yeah. all the eggs because then later in in Dreamcatcher where the standpipe was and it was destroyed there's a statue of the seven kids in like what looks like blood it says pennywise lives so it's like is he still around is it still around that'd be a pretty cool 
Although to see like in a third part years later where like this town you thought that got over this horrible trauma, it's like, no, they're still dealing with it. I think for hardcore fans, it's like, no, why? We told the story. They just did a revamp version. I, it's fine, right? Really but yeah, that. but at the same <laughs> point, it's like, it's, it's not far-fetched from him to do. He ties in these stories all the time to all other stories. Time. And like you said, he made a... Look at um, 112263. Yeah. He didn't have to put in a reference to it. He did. Because, like, the one guy who he tries to go back and save from having, like, his, his dad come in and, like, kill his mom and, like... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, break his leg or whatever, or whatever he does to him. He's a kid, right? Yeah, he was living in Derry. At yeah. the same time that, like, the kids were, they just thought that they killed it. And he meets two of the characters. He meets Bev and Richie. So it's like, you don't need to go out of your way to do this. You could have said it anywhere. Yeah. You literally could have said it anywhere. But no, you chose to go out of your way and be like, no, no. It's in this in this universe, too. And the story about trying to save John F. Kennedy, which has nothing to do with it. <laughs> well, maybe it had a liking for John F. Kennedy. Maybe. And so. Yeah. yeah. It was like, well, I'm going to sacrifice myself. These kids think I'm going to kill myself. These kids think they're going to kill me. Yeah. But I'm sacrificing. Yeah, yeah. Well, see, but then myself. he had to go. But then he had to go back because he messed up. So he couldn't go. And then too much time had passed because he'd been in there for so many years that he couldn't go back and save that guy again. Stephen King's on a roll. Um, <laughs> it's It's weird that that guy is making so much hits right now but well that's it for the news on to the film that we reviewed mr theodore twombly welcome to the world's first artificially intelligent operating system we'd like to ask you a few questions okay are you social or antisocial? i guess i haven't been social in a while how would you describe your relationship with your mother? Thank you. Please wait as your operating system is initiated. Hello, I'm here. Hi. Hi. I'm Samantha. Good morning, Theodore. Good morning. You have a meeting in five minutes. You want to try getting out of bed? <laughs> You're too funny. Okay, good. I'm funny. I want to learn everything about everything. I love the way you look at the world. Before you're ready to date. What do you mean? I saw in your emails that you'd gone through a breakup. Like you're kind of nosy. So what was it like being married? There's something that feels so good about sharing your life with somebody. How do you share your life with somebody? How are you? I guess I've just been having fun. You really deserve that. <laughs> it's been a long time since I've been with somebody that I felt totally at ease with. I'd like to be alive in that room right now. I wish I could put my arms around you. I wish I could touch you. How would you touch me? like a form of socially acceptable insanity. What does a baby computer call its father? I don't know what. Data. It's a quiet, <laughs> it's 
you feel me with you right now? I've never loved anyone the way I love you. Me too. Now we know how. Her is written and directed by Spike Jones. Her tells the story of Theodore, played by Joaquin Phoenix, who falls for his personal operating system, Samantha, voiced by Scarlett Johansson. Theodore works for a personal letter writing company, where he takes personal belongings from couples and turns what he finds into personal letters for said spouses. But this job might come harder for him than his co-workers, seeing as he's been dealing with the split from his wife. As he has become much of an introvert, the push to get out of his slump by his friend Amy, played by Amy Adams, and her husband has little to no effect on him. But that all changes fairly quick, as he buys a personal operating system. She introduces herself as Samantha, and quickly inserts herself into Theodore's life. A friendship spawns instantly, and Theodore's personality changes from gloomy to cheery, and Samantha is even able to get Theodore to date again. Once on the date, things get hot and heavy, but before it can get to the bedroom, things fall apart as Theodore's date changes her mood and both head home. But things don't end there. As Theodore tells Samantha about what happened and how he felt about it, she begins to push the conversation to something more than friendly. But Theodore follows and soon they begin having a sexual experience. After that night, Theodore and Samantha become closer and closer and soon start to date. The relationship really helps Theodore to try to get over his ex, to the point where he is ready to sign the divorce papers he's been putting off for months. But it doesn't only apply to him. As Samantha starts to figure out the world more and more, and even starts to question her existence. But not all that shines is gold. As Samantha starts to come into herself more, Theodore becomes more distant, seeing as his ex has nothing but harsh words for him and his choice to date an OS. But the proverbial slump they were in seems to be done as they start to get back to normal, or so they think. As Theodore and Samantha take a trip north to the mountains, she lets Theodore know that she's been in contact with another AI, and that the conversations they've been having have opened her eyes to something she's never felt. Although Theodore is physically distraught by the thought of it, he leaves Samantha and the other AI to talk and he goes on a walk. Sometime after the trip, Samantha reveals that the OSs are leaving and describes the space beyond the physical world. They lovingly say goodbye before she is gone. Theodore, changed by the experience, is shown for the first time writing a letter in his own voice to his ex-wife Catherine, expressing apology, acceptance, and gratitude. Theodore then sees Amy who is upset with the departure of the OS that she had befriended, and they go to the roof of their apartment building where they sit together and watch the sunrise over the city. So this week we reviewed uh, Her. What'd you think? I really liked it. Um, Me too. It was one of those movies I was interested in, but I just never tried watching. I don't so you never, see, you never saw it before? I'd never seen it before. Oh. I saw it because it was nominated for Best Picture. Yeah, well, you're a loser. But, no, I, I just remember, I really wanted to see it, but I it was one of those movies like, like was it Lobster? I've, yeah. I've never seen I that either. I haven't seen that one either. Yeah, it's just, it's a, it's, it's one, it's one of those from. movies where it's like, oh, yeah, I always meant to see it. Yeah. I did. Like, the other day, I was on, on Amazon Prime, they have Lady Bird, and I was like, oh, I, I should just mm. watch that because it's going to be another movie that's like, well, I'm not. I'm just gonna put it off for another couple Did of years. Did you watch it? No, but I started, but I oh, stopped. okay. But yeah, so but I knew so I knew what the movie was about 
roughly, obviously, because how can you not know what that movie is about? And then I, I, I specifically remember SNL doing a skit with Jonah Hill, and I think it's called Me, mm-hmm. where he, he falls in love with the AI that's himself. And then later on, you know how they do like the where they bring in the girl? It's it's um it's Michael Sarah. Oh <laughs> that then they're dressed alike and stuff like that, and it's like it's that scene. And I I always remember that, right? <clears throat> so my knowledge of the film was that he fell in love with this operating system. Yeah. And then she made a body so he, he they could se- mm-hmm. they could sex each other, right? Uh, uh. And that's all I knew. That's all I knew. <laughs> uh, well, what I thought I knew, right? Yeah. <laughs> so then I watched it and so I've seen it twice already. And my first viewing, I liked it. Like I really, really liked it. Like this is a movie that I'll rewatch again. Yeah. No problem. I did it ready. But I think I was waiting too much for things to happen that I didn't really get to take in the whole film. Like, I did, but, you know, I was like, oh, where's the sex part come in? I'm like, oh, here it is. It's like, wait, where's the girl? And then it's like, oh, oh, it's it's just a random girl, you know? So when I first watched it, I really liked it. I felt the same way watching this like I did with Tragedy Girls, where I just instantly liked it. I was like, this is a good movie. But then I actually sat down and rewatched it, and it was an even better movie because I actually got to... Because I now not only did I actually know what was happening, but I could see what was happening, and a lot of things made more sense, and a lot of the the scenes had more feeling. Uh, so yeah, exactly. Because like watching it again, that's exactly what I thought too. I was like, man, like I was sitting there and like I think not even like halfway through the movie, I was like, man, this is such a good movie. I forgot how good this movie is. Like it's shot so well. The, it's, the acting is really good. Like, I, I love, too, the use of the color in The Office, where he's, like, just the way that they do, like, the, the clothes that they wear, too. But, like, I also like how it's, like, a subtle sci-fi film. Yeah. Like, it's not in your face, like, oh, here's, like, sci-fi, flying cars and robots and stuff. No, it's, like, subtly, it's, like, this could be a few years from now. Yeah, it's not far-fetched, mm-hmm. but it's it's still, like, futuristic yeah yeah so when i first watched it i was just waiting for them to like fuck basically yeah. uh but the second time watching it it i was like oh okay it it was definitely caught off guard because you could tell i mean i mean obviously you're watching a movie you know it's gonna happen but when you're really watching it he's just uh he's just a, a guy who got a you know uh a personal operating system and she yeah. just happens to have like a really hot voice and stuff like that <laughs> whatever right yeah. and yeah it uh i don't know it was <sighs> the one scene that you can tell where it was like real or that it felt real is right at the end when she leaves yeah she leaves and it's him in the house right and the he like walks around a little bit and he's like staring out, whatever. And him and Amy Adams, like whatever. But there's that moment in in the scene where he he's it's like a long shot and you see him looking around the house. And it's because I've been there where she's gone. She's not gone, but she's gone. She's gone. And obviously, it's even weirder because she was never like real, but yeah. she was real. 
So her leaving wasn't her grabbing her shit and moving out. It was just him not knowing she's there. And I've been there where it's like, it's just that feeling of she's not there and she's not, you know, coming back. But it's not like, it's almost like, well, she was never here to begin with, but she was because she was mine, but she wasn't really mine. And I don't know, like, after watching that, it was like, okay, yeah. you know, Like, I totally know how he felt in that moment. You could have had me in that moment, and it would be me and my ex as opposed to me, as opposed to him in an operating system. Yeah. Like, it just felt so real. Um, Kind of when they first started getting, like, really getting to be comfortable with each other. Like, there's a, there's a moment in there where you can tell where it's like, oh, maybe this is, a, you know, kind of like a flirty thing. Because I've had that happen a bunch of times. And there's really nothing wrong with flirting. Like, you can flirt with friends all the time. That's yeah. no problems. But it's a difference between, like, flirting with a friend and then having that first time flirting with them. Where it's like, oh, <laughs> it's just being silly and fun or whatever, mm, right? Yeah. And then... Even even to the point where when she was like, what would you do if I was there? It was like, I've been there, too. <laughs> so, like, it was, there was just so there was so much that I, I kind of get where he's coming from. He, when he says that he for, he's like, yeah, I almost forgot, you know, knowing someone that's uh, was it like excited about the world? He's like, it makes me excited because I forgot that it exists. Like, yeah, I've been there, too. Where, yeah. You've dealt with certain type of people for so long that are such like negative Nancys and like downers. <clears throat> when you sometimes you meet someone that just has a completely just like a view that you thought maybe either didn't exist or maybe you did but you weren't familiar with, or it was just like a, a rehash of something that you remember from back in the day, like, oh, yeah, I remember being happy. Like, wrestling. Like, when I when I fell yeah. in love again with wrestling, I remember how I felt when I was a kid. And sometimes I'll, like, I'll rewatch old, old episodes, and I will still remember, like, oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> um, but sometimes you meet those people, yeah. and, yeah, it does that, where it's, like, they put a smile on your face because it's just, it's just something about them. Like, it's not... And it's not even like a, a sexual thing. Like, obviously, in the movie, it well, turns yeah. sexual. But it's not even a sexual thing. It's just like being around someone that you generally want to be around. Yeah, we're just like, oh, like the, the way they view this or the way they don't understand this. Yeah. The way they show me this or just whatever it is. It's it's like new and it's different and it's exciting. It's like, yeah, I like I've been there, too. And it's funny because the movie's all about him and an operating system. Although she is, you know, sentient, whatever. Yeah. It's still, you know, like, she's not there in person ever. But, <clears throat> yeah, it was like, man, I I genuinely feel for this movie because I've been <laughs> in these situations before. Like, I forgot that Amy Adams was in this movie, too. Yeah, I <laughs> completely... Cause, and Olivia Wilde, I forgot they were both in this. And then, but I always remember Chris Pratt's in it because I always remember that like he was in an Oscar-nominated film. <laughs> but no, um, Amy Adams does a really good job, and even Scarlett 
Scarlett Johansson always does a great job, even if she's going to um, take roles from minorities. Um, a problematic princess herself. Yeah. I don't know, uh, taking roles away from real, you know, AIs. It's <laughs> ridiculous. But just, just like, just think about that. She was not in this movie physically. The whole time it was just her voice. And she had to say, or she just had to use her voice a certain way to get you to believe that this was a real character. But it, it's not just Scarlett Johansson. It's Samantha. Yeah. This operating system. First of all, let's give it up for Scarlett Johansson that in a film where she's not even shown like any part of her body at all, she's still able able to get you hard. I mean, yeah. that's a... <laughs> that's a great actress. Spike Jones doesn't make a lot of films, but when he makes a film, it's a really good film. And it's crazy, too, because it's like, this guy started by making like music videos and like skate, skate videos. Because <laughs> he's gnarly as fuck. Yeah, and then he did... His first film was being John Malkovich, and he did Adaption, and then he didn't do anything for the longest time. Then he did. Oh yeah. Then he did Where the Wild Things Are, and he did Her, and that's it. Those are the only. Those are the only movies he's done. I just I don't know. Every, like, there's so many parts of this movie where they're so real. It's crazy thing about it. It's a it's a movie about him and AI. You know. Yeah. Um, and they could have. They really could have gone completely sci-fi with it and they could have done something like i said where she orders a body or yeah. like, you know what i mean or like if in order to have sex it could be like some weird blanket bed thingy where he can feel sensation through it for her you know what i mean like i feel like that would have just been weird that's what i'm saying like they could have <laughs> done something completely weird like that but no it was it was pretty realistic. Like you would, Im- like I could imagine something like this happening, in you know, ten years. And then it's also one of those things where it's like this movie was nominated for best picture too. If you think about that, it's like yeah, I can. S- like on one hand, yes, it's like okay, yeah, I could see that. But on the other hand, it's like when you think about like at that time when, with the Academy, it's like they really nominated. It's like when they nominated District Nine. It's like they they nominated that movie. It's just kind of one of those things where you kind of raise your eyebrow and you're like, all right, good on you, but, like, too little, too late. <laughs> but, yeah, no, uh, every part of this movie is really good. Um, there's parts that make you laugh. There's parts that really make you, like, like feel it in your, your throat and your heart. <laughs> like I said, if you... If you had like a semi-serious relationship, there's probably certain parts in this movie where you'll be like, yeah, I can get that. I feel that. Brick and mortar cinema industry. That's what uh, Amazon is trying to go for because they are trying to buy landmark theaters, which I guess is in like LA, Washington DC, Denver. It's all it's all across the country, but it's not in a specific region. It's kind of like um as you were saying like how Harkins is here in Arizona, but it's kind of spread out now to like California, Texas and uh, I'm assuming Colorado. That it's, it's probably only like bigger markets. Probably where they know that they'll be able to do business. So what do you what do you think about this? them trying to buy an actual... Because they've done it before with... Um, what was it, Sprouts? 
Is that what they are? Whole Foods? No, Whole Foods. They bought Whole oh, Foods. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's you know what? It's really interesting. It it is really interesting because let's let's take it like what if Netflix bought um, Harkins? Yeah. You know that would be that'd be strange. You know what I'm saying? Like like what is that? What does this mean? <laughs> well, they're obvious. They'd obviously play like things that are current, but I think they'd release exclusives then. Right? They'd be like, hey, guys, like if you want to see this, you got to come to, you got to pay money to see it here. But it's like, then why do I pay the subscription? I think what they're, I think maybe what it is, is like we've talked about these, these companies now are making, they know that their bread and butter isn't just going to be streaming other people's stuff. Yeah. It's getting original content. So, mm-hmm. I mean, Amazon already had, uh, wasn't that the oh Manchester by the Manchester Sea? By yeah, the sea. it was. Like, <clears throat> that's right. So, I mean, I don't think Netflix is going to do the same thing, but no. who knows? Like, it depends on how this turns out because it's it's actually fairly interesting to see because it could just be an acquisition of like, hey, we're expanding. We want to, you know, we have a movie theater now where yeah. we can do something, whatever, blah blah blah, right? Um, I mean, fuck, if I had the money, I would just buy a fra- movie fra- yeah. movie theater franchise. Yeah, I know. It could just be something like that where they're like, oh, hey, whatever. But they could also start integrating stuff where it's maybe they do things where, like, imagine if, like, Manchester by the Sea was something, right? And they're, like, exclusively for Prime, you know, whatever. Like, get a $5 ticket for I, this movie yeah. that isn't going to come out for a month. Yeah, that's you know? true. Or they could, they could start using it for, like... Um, like binge watching, binge watching shows or something. You know, they have a couple TV shows. Maybe they're like, "Hey, come to this huge event, this all day event, where we'll stream five, you know, the five episodes of this uh, series or something." And they can have like actors or something. Yeah, or, that's true. There's definitely things where they can do that is very Amazon centric, mm-hmm. or it could just be like you're going to the movie theaters. Like, yeah, can I get two for the Meg and? Um, Oh, what's that? I get a deal on Alexa if I buy, <laughs> if I buy two large, two large popcorns. Like, okay, yeah. <laughs> While you're waiting there in the concession line, yeah. Or it could be like, in all honesty, it could be something where you sign up for Amazon Prime, right? Yeah. Maybe either it's like addition, or maybe they could just you sign up, or they could do something where it's like at like weekends or weekdays, like. $5 movies for anyone who's an Amazon subscriber or something. Yeah. You, know what I mean? you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. there's definitely different avenues they could take it, but it's just interesting because it's kind of random, you know? The right? only other reason I can see them doing this is to be seen more legitimately by, like, critics. So then, like, when award season comes around, the Producers Guild is like, yes, but did you put it in a theater this for this season? Oh, yeah. no? Hmm. I mean... It, if you think about it, even if they released it in all the, the all their theaters, like let's say they do a Manchester by the Sea two, the Squeakle, <laughs> um, and they released it in every single movie theater, it would still be a limited release, like yeah. but it would still be a release, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. So if you're making these movies already that are pretty high budget films that. You could easily, like, you could have saw, I could have easily saw Bright, and I think Bright was meant to be, like, a, th- a theatrical film just for Netflix. Imagine if if Netflix were to do what Amazon did with, you know, Harkins, right? 
and they say, hey, hey, yeah, we're showing bright all the month of of May, but it doesn't come out till June or something, right? Yeah. People that really want to watch it, it, it wouldn't cost them that much because they're making the film. They're sending it to their own theaters, and it could be just like other movie theaters now where they'll sort of like, yeah, Meg is, the Meg is shown in the morning, but, you know, Bright's taking over the theater at night or something, yeah. right? So it could be something like that, and, and it would still be a released movie, just, you know, not nationwide. What if their ulterior motive was to start buying these theaters... Just to start close to be like, oh, you know, we can't maintain all of them, and then they start closing them. Like, like we're gonna have it to close be. half of them, and then they just like are like, well, you know what? We thought we could handle it. We're just gonna close all of them. Yeah. It's like, well, remember, you guys have Prime still. Yeah. You will stream it all day. It could. It honestly could. It could be something as diabolical as that because if you're getting rid of the market of actually. Uh, movie theaters right and then people are starting to if people really start to move from movie theaters to just home uh watching then then stuff like the academy becomes obsolete i really hope that that i don't see that day i i know i I like going to the movies that's what i'm saying it's sad but it could it could be something and then, and then movie theaters could be more of like, um, it'd be like going to a record store. In the future, movie theaters could have just uh, like a niche audience where it's like, oh yeah, you know, they're releasing so-and-so in the theaters and whatever, right? And, you know, everyone has to go to the Harkins up here or the AMC all the way down there. And they double the prices or something because they're like, oh, well, because it's a theater. Yeah. It's like, what the f- Man, I remember when I used to be able to go to the movies for five dollars. Like, but it, <laughs> it really could because if you think about it now, I mean, I'll go out and buy a record for fifteen dollars when I could stream it for free. So it sounds ridiculous, but it could happen. But I'm just—it's interesting to know that that's happening. I want to see what comes out of it. I yeah. really do. Just to see, just to see if it's just another another you know business move for Amazon or if it's. Legit something that they're trying to... Something new or different they're trying to do. Yeah. So. Who yeah. knows? Yeah, thank you guys for listening. Yeah, thank you. Um, Be sure to check out our socials at INTB underscore podcast. Uh, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, email us at intbpodcast dot... Or at <laughs> gmail.com. Gmail. Uh, check out older episodes on our Pippa page, which you can find links to on socials and etc. And yeah, thank you for listening. It means a lot. Appreciate yeah, thank it. Thank you guys. Um, until then, guys, remember it's not that bad. It's not that bad.